Hello and welcome to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. And I'm Joe Kirk. Sure feels nice to have the three of us on today. Yeah, it's been a little bit. We have a special guest on today, very, very special guest. But before we dive into who our guest is, Joe's going to remind us of our purpose. That's a heck of a teaser there. That was good. Um, The purpose of Searching for Service is intended to reach Rotarians and non-Rotarians and empower them about service and not only tell great stories, uh, have great people on that exemplify what Rotary stands for, but also just what service is all about, and then just to, the the stories are always the magical component. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that's what we're all about. We're telling those stories to empower people to get involved in in Rotary and in t- serving their communities. Thank you. That was really good. Just going off the top of your head too. I love it <laughs> and appreciate it. So our guest today, I noted that it's a very special one. And it's Patricia McLeese. And for those of you who do not know who Patricia is, she's a very important individual. She is our district governor um, for 5960. So she just took on that role for the year 2023 and 2024. July 1st, right? July 1st. Now, now did Dale throw it to you? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I kept on telling Dale. She was, yeah, she was, she was too good. And she, she, uh, her... Shoes are too big to fill, but I'm trying. I'm trying. Oh, I'm sure you're doing yeah, I'm, wonderful. I am sure that you are going to do just fine, Patricia. We are honored to have you on today. And really for this first um, segment, we, we love to get to know our guests. And so let's start off by sharing with our listeners, where are you from? Where'd you grow up? Oh, well, I grew up in St. Louis. And when we were in third grade, we moved down to Georgia. So I stayed down there for you know, for the rest of my time until I moved up here about 23 years ago. You, you can hear a little a bit. Little just a, just a touch of that there. accent. <laughs> it's wonderful. Yeah, I had, well, I, I Minnesota, we have, I have a special connection with Minnesota, actually. Um, about three or four months before my dad died, he, we, his birthday was in April. And so I said, oh, my gosh, Daddy, I almost forgot your birthday. And he said, don't worry about it. I was really born in October. And I said, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> and I found out that he uh, was actually born in Minnesota, Minneapolis. Oh. So, um, okay. I have a lot of uh, relatives up here, I'm sure, and I just wish I knew who they were. But So <laughs> that's my connection with Minnesota. Okay. Wonderful. And then you moved up here, did you say, yeah. 25 years ago? 23. 23. Um, when I got married. I married. Yeah. And Rochester, correct? In Rochester. That's right. Yeah. And was it, what brought you to Minnesota? Was it the husband it was, or was it a job? Or? No, it was, uh, I had retired. Retired. So. Congratulations. Um, yeah. Well, and I worked 30 years in Atlanta public schools. It was a great, great experience working with the youth. And then when I retired, um, my high school sweetheart, we decided we'd reconnect and I moved oh. up here. Oh. He was oh pining for me all <laughs> Anyway, so I moved up here. Cool. And we were going to move back south, but... We fell in love with Minnesota, too, so that's where we It are. tends to happen. Yeah. It does tend well, to happen. <laughs> we may be biased. I, yeah. sometimes, biased. I sometimes wonder why um, people select, like hand select the Twin Cities and specifically just Minnesota because of how severe the weather can be. But then I think of 
Atlanta, Hotlanta, Hot as people yeah. like to call it. I'm like, well, that really is the other extreme. So yeah. you are already versed in that extreme that we have. Yeah. So were you involved in Rotary in Atlanta or did you get yeah. involved when you got here? No, I got involved uh, when I got up here. I am a terrible retired person, and so I had to have <laughs> another job. And I was lucky enough to get a job with Habitat for Humanity, which I stayed with for about 13 years. Uh, it was great because all they had to do was be nice and, yeah. you know, and get volunteers. Yeah. Um, and so um, that's what I was doing in Rochester. And is that the connection to Rotary then? Yeah, the, uh, the connection with Rotary is... Uh, one member of the board was on uh, and a Rotarian, okay. and so he said, "Well, who wants to? You know, we think we you should be part of Rotary." And so I raised my little hand because I wanted networking, I wanted volunteers, mm-hmm. and so that's really how I got into Rotary is through that job. And then you never looked back. Well, no. Well, I almost looked back. Uh, <laughs> Did you? These are these are always great. Yes, let's let's, let's yeah, hear this I one. Look back. Um, well, I was about a year and a half into Rotary, and I liked the people, and it was nice. But where did I fit in? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about quitting when someone said, "Come on, Patricia, join me, and we're going to go to this district meeting." And at the district meeting, my eyes were just open to the breadth and the depth of Rotary, mm. um, how it's so international and it has so many connections. So that really hooked me in uh, to Rotary. Cool. Yeah, it opened your eyes yeah. to that there's just more than just your club and what your club thinks is important or values. So that's that's really great. Like, I mean, that's one of the benefits that we, we've mm-hmm. had on this show, you know, with all the interviews is going, man. We've scratched the surface in our weekly meeting, don't we? As a new Rotarian, I know more from the show about the the larger parts of Rotary than I'm still learning. I mean, obviously, there's so much to learn on the international and national level, but uh, I know more about that than I do as I'm learning the local aspect of it. It's so impressive what what Rotary does. It it is. I think that that's a word we use a lot is like, man, that's just impressive. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's just crazy. We talk to somebody. And, And what's wild too is if you can't find something that resonates within rotary for you you can typically create it yeah Mm -hmm. like typically there's a group of people that are probably searching for something similar that you are and you're like how do we get this going and then it happens it's just it's story after story after story that we've heard of just oh our club didn't have this so we just created it and then next thing you know it's a district initiative and then it's international it's everywhere that is true yeah it does happen in fact uh, what during the onboarding process i know what we do is we'll say well what what's your interest what do you really like to do and if they have a real passion then the clubs will support it yeah (laughs) because they 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 want to engage people right away um, Patricia, I think something that might be a, a nice little reminder, because we have shared with our listeners um, the like the governing part of 5960 versus 5950, but can we just give them a refresher on like where the District 5960 actually does fall? Oh. We were actually a part of 5950 until the 80s when um, it was... <clears throat> branched off. But we're southeastern Minnesota with a little bit in western Wisconsin. I think we have mm-hmm. nine clubs in that little bit of Wisconsin, but it's southeastern Minnesota. But that okay. includes St. Paulo too, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. That's where the divide came. Yeah. I'm this, sure, it's like, the, sure it's the river. It, it, it really is silly, isn't it? But it is what it is. So, Well, going back to, you know, kind of the beginnings of Rotary for you is, do you remember what your first service project was? And do you mind sharing the story? The first serve? No, I, I I will tell you some of my favorite. There you go. Even yeah, better. That's good. I remember that's the good. First one. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite ones is um, we have a dictionary project where we give dictionaries to third graders, and in my club we've been doing it uh, for about thirteen years and given out probably sixteen thousand dictionaries. And part of the process is you go in and you shake the hand of the kid and you say congratulations, you have a brand new dictionary. <laughs> and so uh, the child didn't let go of my hand and kind of pulled me down and he said, "This is my first." And I said, "Oh, is this your first dictionary?" And he said, "No, this is my first book." Ooh. Oh, oh! I mean, I told that story a gazillion times, and it still raises the mm-hmm. hair on my arm because yeah. it, that was one of those moments where you stop and you s- look at the impact Rotary has, even mm-hmm. when it seems like a little teeny tiny thing, mm-hmm. it can have a big impact. And so yeah. that was one. Another example uh, that I have given is um, we did an ethics. Uh, training for some high school kids, and then we talked about the four-way test. But their their lesson was to create a lesson to teach third graders. And we had a book about a four-way test book, and so they had to create a lesson. And they were really nervous, but they went into the third-grade classroom, absolutely fabulous response from the third graders. And the high school kids left left there, and really and truly, if it had been night, I would not have had to turn on any lights because they were glowing mm. with oh. that success. <clears throat> and um, so that was that – was, and, and the kids, three weeks later, I went back just to get some feedback – and they were saying how it changed the trajectory of their career paths. And, and they actually came out of the classroom to greet me to thank me about Rotary. So, now that was a really, really wonderful experience. And I could go on and on, but I'll stop. Well, ask more. Too. Yeah. I, I, as I was reading and saw that you were a teacher, I was and kind of seeing some of the areas you were focusing on. What did you teach when you were in your previous career? Oh, what I subject? Was, Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> well, no, it's elementary. elementary. I was. Uh, so, it was all subjects. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was wondering because you've done a lot of different areas of yeah. focus within uh, Rotary. I, I wonder if it's uh, connected to a previous career. Well, no, it's I loved teaching, and uh, so and then I was a teacher trainer, and then finally an administrator. So, um, but it was it was in the elementary school. Teacher trainer was K through twelve, some of the subjects, but mainly for teaching and administration, it was elementary school. Are you guys still doing a lot within the elementary schools down in Rochester? Yeah, and in the high school, we are actually starting a brand new program, which I'm thrilled about. It's to develop ethical peace builders. And so uh, we'll have to do a whole program about the peace builder program. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's sure. really, nice. yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Well, As district governor, <clears throat> you will have a uh, disproportionate amount of clout and what yeah. on show. I've got to hurry up and use it. <laughs> well, it sounds like you are very versed in making your way up the rungs, whether it's um, when you were a teacher and now being a part of Rotary and making your way up. So I think for this next segment, we kind of make our segue into you becoming district governor. Excited. Sound good? Very good. As a reminder, you are listening to Searching for a Service. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. 
And I'm Joe Kirk. And we'll be back. Rotary is a place for all community-minded people who want to serve their areas with the support of an international organization. Join Rotary to find service. Join Rotary to find inclusion. Join Rotary to find leadership. Join Rotary to find fun. Join Rotary to find friendship. Join Rotary to find a better version of the world. Find a Rotary Club near you at rotary.org and click on Club Finder. There is a club out there for everyone. Find your fit with Rotary. Rotary Rotary.org. For decades, eradicating polio worldwide has been Rotary's cornerstone cause. We are incredibly close to ridding the globe of this virus, but we need everyone's help to get us to the goal. World Polio Day is October 24th. Please consider making a new donation to Polio Plus or increasing your already generous giving. Go to endpolio.org to be a part of this historical eradication of polio. You will help get vaccinations to the most remote parts of our world and help fulfill a promise we made to end polio now. Two drops and it stops. Riverbend Nature Center is a free nonprofit natural habitat in Faribault, Minnesota, with 743 acres, the straight river, and 10 miles of trails. Despite no public funding, it offers educational programs to almost 10,000 youth and families annually. Riverbend seeks your feedback on its new strategic plan at rbnc.org backslash strategic dash planning by March 30th. Thank you for your time. Are you ready to make a difference in your community? Rotary is a great place to get involved in your community and meet passionate groups of people, as well as individuals dedicated to service and fellowship. At Rotary, we believe in the power of teamwork to bring positive change. As a member, you will have the opportunity to participate in exciting projects that address local and global challenges. From supporting educational initiatives to environmental conservation, we tackle it all. Joining a Rotary Club means becoming part of a diverse family of individuals who share a passion for giving back and having fun while making positive impact. With projects and events that enrich your community, there's something for everyone, from local initiatives to international collaborations. It doesn't matter what culture or country you come from. What matters is that you want to belong to a group that strengthens communities and creates lasting change. There's a place for everyone at Rotary, regardless of age or background. Learn more by searching for a Rotary Club in your community and visiting. Together, let's make a difference. Rotary People of Action. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. And I'm Joe Kirk. And as a reminder, you can find us on your favorite podcast platforms and... We like you to follow, like, and share. And then look us <laughs> and then look us up. Look us up by searching for searching for service on your podcast platform and you'll find us there. I love it. Tongue twister. It really Search, is. Search searching for service. <laughs> but you can find us anywhere. There we go. If you are tuning in for the first time, we have Patricia McLeese. She is our new district governor for 5960, um, serving for 2023 and 2024. And so our last um, segment, we got to know Patricia. Now we're really diving into the decision around becoming district governors. So what made you decide to say yes? And don't say that the straw was the shortest. <laughs> no, no. This is a very, very uh, thoughtful decision you have to make. Um, it really was because 
uh, I, when I was president, I had so much fun uh, being president that when it energized me. So at the end of my year, I was ready. I mean, I was full of energy and I wanted to do more. So then I started doing some work at the district level and was able to do a German friendship uh, exchange. Fabulous, fabulous trip uh, to visit some Rotarians in Germany. And again, my eyes were opened and I'm so excited. And then they send out a letter to all past presidents that here's your opportunity. Do you want to be a district governor? And so I looked at it, put it aside. And then all of a sudden <laughs> I find it in another pile and I'd look at it again and I'd put it aside. Um, and I just, so I did ask my club what they thought about it because that's part of the process. And they said, oh, go for it. And uh, so it was the last day, and I talked to my husband too, so I thought that was nice. <laughs> he said, go for it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and so it was the last day of applications, 30 minutes before the deadline when I finally sent it in. Wow. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I. like the 11th hour. I, you wanted to be on the top of the pile. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that, but you know. So it was really a thoughtful, very, very thoughtful, what do I want to do? And, and so mm -hmm. I got here because I had so much fun that I wanted more fun. There's a whole lot of work, though. Yes, <laughs> I forgot is. about that part yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, talk to us a little bit about the work. Like, t we've had other district governors on the show. Um, talk just a briefly about what you do as the district governor, and then maybe what what particular aspects of what you do that really fired you up. Well, the um, the work for being a district governor is before you become a district governor. Now you're kind of enjoying the benefits of all the work. Um, but uh, so it's just, it's kind of like, you know, when you have people come to visit and you step back and look at your house and you go, oh my gosh, I've got to do more. Mm -hmm. and, um, and that's kind of like when you get a leadership position. All of a sudden you look at what the leader posi the position is, and you say, well, what are my strengths and what can I do to help this move be even stronger? And so it takes a, a, a couple of years just to get your arms around what a district does, mm -hmm. which is to support clubs. That's why we're yeah. here. We have to support <clears throat> clubs because they're the ones that do the work. And so how can you motivate the clubs and how can you open up the clubs a, per, a perception of what Rotary really is so they can get the most out of their membership as possible. Listen to Searching for Service. That's how and it opens that, up your eyes. Yeah, that's <laughs> one of the ways, actually. Um, I thought I'd just plug that. <laughs> it seemed like a good opportunity. It was a good one. It was a good one. Um, so uh, as a district governor, one of the major perks for me um, is visiting the clubs. Because it forces you to get out there, you know. And uh, then you're truly amazed at what clubs do. <clears throat> so the work to me is really before the, the year. And now that it's going, of course, my, what I really wanted to do is to galvanize the district teams because they're wonderful. And so to have a focus. You know, Talk and, to us a little bit more about the <clears throat> district teams for those that you know, are yeah. unfamiliar. Well, um, at the 
the whole purpose of a district is to support the clubs, and you support them by connecting the clubs with Rotary International and the services that they provide. And then on the district level, you have membership and you have public image and mm-hmm. you have foundation work. And so these people have some um, uh, job is to do the, some in-service, yeah. that training, um, making sure that members know about different opportunities. So that's what the district teams are all about. And Got you it. have to have strong district teams. And um, I could see that. Otherwise, I could see a lot of disconnection between Rotary International and mm-hmm. the club level then at that point. Yeah. So, yeah, because... RI, our Rotary International, the more you know about it, just as you all were sharing mm-hmm. through this particular medium, uh, it does. It, you just go, wow. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. Wow. Is the wow. Word. And you just can't believe it. Mm-hmm. So I what? hope that answered your question. No, that yes. does. Are there certain service projects that you're really looking forward to uh, implementing and, and as, as governor, is it those already set up? Or tell us a little bit more on some of the projects you're looking forward to yeah, or well, maybe already started. <laughs> well, each year we have themes from Rotary International, and so uh, it's creating hope in the world is our theme this year. And when you hear that theme, what, you, what I hear anyway is when you create hope, you're making a promise. And the promise is you're going to identify a need and you're going to be coming in with some kind of solution. And that kernel of hope that you have made a promise about um, turns into peace when you get that solution. And so... um, That's so good. That is really good. good. (laughs) I was like, I'm just sitting here kind of going, "Hmm, Mm -hmm. yeah, that connects. Yeah, it does. (laughs) And so uh, what we're doing in our district for the next three years is we have another theme, another initiative, and it's called Make Peace Visible. And what that is all about is Rotarians, just like I said, we look for problems. Mm-hmm. And then we develop solutions. Um, and every time we have that solution, then that's really making peace visible. We are peace builders. Yeah. But how many of us really embrace that identity? How many clubs really go, oh, wow, we we really building peace in uh, Prairie Eden Prairie. Eden Prairie. Um, <laughs> or Minneapolis or whatever it is. In, in it's okay. We don't expect you to know this side of the river. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I saw Valley View, though. I got the road. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but um, so anyway, this Make Peace Visible, what we're going to do is three years, we're going to encourage clubs to really um, focus what they're doing and um, take out their little peace lens and look at what they're doing and saying, oh, wow, um, we just did highway cleanup. Well, the people that go by there, you know, when things are neat, you have a sense of, oh, wow, this is a nice area, right? Mm-hmm. And so you have a little sense of, of <clears throat> peace. And so you think, well, build, uh, you know, cleaning up highway is not a big deal. But think of the people that drive by. You mm-hmm. really are establishing an environment where for a little minute they have some peace. Anyway, so I'm really excited about it. We have some wonderful activities. We're going to be focusing on peace talks um, so, uh, to uh, expand awareness of what people um, know about peace. And we have uh, NASA, this gentleman coming, uh, zooming in. He's going to talk about the interplanetary space station and how they're really intentionally making it peaceful. Mm -hmm. We have the U.S. Alliance of Peace that's going to come in and talk. We have a youth 
um, Peace in Action, fabulous program uh, that's going to be a keynote speaker at our Conference of Clubs. Plus, she's going to be doing some work on developing peace builders for youth. And then, um, so those are just a few of the ones that, that we're having to come in. Um, wow. Yeah, so uh, then we're going to do, we're really focusing on Braver Angels because that's trying to teach people with differing opinions to have mind. a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're going to do Positive Peace, which is a Rotary and an Institute of Economics and Peace um, program. Absolutely fabulous. So, um, and those are just a few of the things that we're doing um, so that's one thing I really have a passion about because we are going to have a pre-election, election, and post-election years, and so dissension is, might rise. Yeah. And so, but in Rotary, uh, if we focus in, in, uh, on peace and we talk about peace and we promote peace— you know, you never know how that's going to wave out, you know, yeah. <laughs> and uh, touch other people. So well, and as that's the, what we're doing. As the theme of this show suggests, I mean, it's pretty hard to not be peaceful when you're serving others. Right. You know, and, you know, I heard that through the, mm-hmm. the, the highway cleanup project and you're going, well, that's just service. Service is peaceful. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for those that are listening that are not Rotarians, you know, that's how you can support this initiative outside of Rotary is just to serve. And be kind. And to be mm-hmm. kind. That's right. I like it. <laughs> what? I love it. <laughs> love you. That's so great. <laughs> well, the... for those of you who are not Rotarians. <laughs> <laughs> for now. Yes, for now. <clears throat> yeah, it's real interesting. The Rotary International President, Gordon McAnally, uh, one of his um, programs is mental health. And he was saying about how research shows that uh, your mental health can really be benefited just by being nice to one another. Yeah. And going mm-hmm. to Rotary meetings and you have that camaraderie and people, yes. it's like cheers, you know, <laughs> they know your name and they mm-hmm. care. Um, and so that's uh, an, another example of how uh, Rotary is important. It's a sneaky thing to like, because we really push the, the, the service component regardless if you're part of Rotary or not. But what's really ironic is the more you get into service, the more likely you're going to join Rotary. Because <laughs> so you're like, oh man, they do all of this work here. I'll just go to this meeting instead yeah. and serve on the committees and all that stuff. So, Well, as a reminder, you are listening to Searching for Service. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. And I'm Joe Kirk. We'll be back. Rotary is a place for all community-minded people who want to serve their areas with the support of an international organization. Join Rotary to find service. Join Rotary to find inclusion. Join Rotary to find leadership. Join Rotary to find fun. Join Rotary to find friendship. Join Rotary to find a better version of the world. Find a Rotary Club near you at rotary.org and click on Club Finder. There is a club out there for everyone. Find your fit with Rotary. Rotary Rotary.org. For decades, eradicating polio worldwide has been Rotary's cornerstone cause. We are incredibly close to ridding the globe of this virus, but we need everyone's help to get us to the goal. World Polio Day is October 24th. Please consider making a new donation to Polio Plus or increasing your already generous giving. Go to endpolio.org to be a part of this historical eradication of polio. You will help get vaccinations to the most remote parts of our world and help fulfill a promise we made to end polio now. 
two drops, and it stops. Riverbend Nature Center is a free, nonprofit natural habitat in Faribault, Minnesota, with 743 acres, the Straight River, and 10 miles of trails. Despite no public funding, it offers educational programs to almost 10,000 youth and families annually. Riverbend seeks your feedback on its new strategic plan at rbnc.org backslash strategic dash planning by March 30th. Thank you for your time. Are you ready to make a difference in your community? Rotary is a great place to get involved in your community and meet passionate groups of people, as well as individuals dedicated to service and fellowship. At Rotary, we believe in the power of teamwork to bring positive change. As a member, you will have the opportunity to participate in exciting projects that address local and global challenges. From supporting educational initiatives to environmental conservation, we tackle it all. Joining a Rotary Club means becoming part of a diverse family of individuals who share a passion for giving back and having fun while making positive impact. With projects and events that enrich your community, there's something for everyone, from local initiatives to international collaborations. It doesn't matter what culture or country you come from. What matters is that you want to belong to a group that strengthens communities and creates lasting change. There's a place for everyone at Rotary, regardless of age or background. Learn more by searching for a Rotary Club in your community and visiting. Together, let's make a difference. Rotary People of Action. Hello, and welcome back to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. And I'm Joe Kirk. As a reminder, you can find us on your favorite podcast platforms and... Like, share, five-star... And look us up by searching, searching for service. You're going to get it. I promise you'll get it next time. <laughs> if you are if you are tuning in for the first time, we have Patricia McLeese, who is uh, district governor, uh, new district governor for 5960. And Chad's going to roll us in for this next segment. So um, I'd like to ask a question or a variant, variation of this. And so you can pick which direction you'd like to go. What service project either had the most impact on your life or that you were a part of had the biggest impact you felt outside of, you know, on the world mm. or community. Mm. Is there one that you'd... Well, there is one. Um, we, in Rochester, there are three Rotary Clubs, and they're very collaborative, and they have um, the uh, three-club grants team. And the grants team... Um, we did. We wrote, or they wrote, a uh, global grant, and it was to supply water to a, a town. And then the the um, the GNO, which is, and I can't, I don't know what the acronym stands for, but it's the the uh, organization that manages it within that company, mm-hmm. our country, uh, actually zoomed in and gave us a report. <clears throat> and there, our little club helped thirty two thousand people get water wow i mean that's a double arm hair raising statement to think that in rochester minnesota we helped Mm -hmm. for the first time they got water clean water do you know what country it was in it was in central america and i don't i don't remember the country uh, and I'll, all I could think about is the people and the joy they must have had. Oh, gosh, you know? yeah. Well, and we've had quite a few people on talking about water projects and whatnot. And it's not just the water. It's then 
the downstream effects. It's the sanitation. It's the education. It's the um, women's women women's ability to participate Stay in school, in school mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. yeah, and all of that <clears throat> stuff, and just the the huge impact that water has. Yeah. I mean, it's everything. Yeah. yeah well, cool. another example is the the district actually wanted to try a different kind of project or it's we yeah so what they did is they went to Nicaragua because that is i think one of the besides Haiti is one of the lowest poverty uh, countries in the world and they ha- so they they don't go in there with the idea of doing a project like water <clears throat> they go in there with the idea of helping to elevate and empower the people so that they can take charge because there are a lot of times uh, some projects they would put in a well but then once it broke, nobody knew how to fix it. Well, mm-hmm. that was a long time ago, and so we learned our lesson. Now it's a sta- sustainability. Mm-hmm. But to think that these people are so po- poverty in such a poverty uh, area that every day is just a struggle to survive, and so to raise themselves up even a little bit because mm-hmm. this is a mantle of, you know, you have to walk five miles just one way to get water, yeah. and and uh, <clears throat> there's no place to go. And anyway, so it took a, a, a few years to empower them. So now they have a library and a pharmacy, and now wow. and then all of a sudden it was like bloom, and and again they had water. And so they sent us a video of the first time they had water, and and the lady was crying so much because here she is in early 30s, and they've never ever had water in their town. Mm-mm. Now can you imagine? It's hard to wrap your. It's really hard to wrap your. And so now, because of and this, these are club supported projects. It's not just district and, and yeah. global grants. This is club supported. But I like the approach of of addressing the poverty issues so that you empower people to look at themselves differently. Because mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you do change lives yeah. forever. Yeah, I was just thinking like in every time that we ever talk about water and stuff is that the level of disparity in our world that exists. Like that level of disparity is something that we have no understanding of, like whether we want to try to or not. Like we... We have never experienced not having a source of water, and it's it's just fascinating that that still exists. Like it's just a silly, it's mm-hmm. really silly. And you know, I'm glad that Rotary and other organizations are working hard to to remedy that. But it's just that's always the part that I'm always like, gosh, like you're so happy that their their basis of life has changed, but at the same time, it's like this should not be a problem for I you. Know. <laughs> Yeah, are the lights too? Yeah. They gave those uh, solar lights, um, and so now all of a sudden, kids can read and do their studies at night, or even just going to the latrine. Yeah. I mean, really, yeah. that would yeah. be a big deal. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, we we're humbled by um, what needs to be done, and I'm so glad there are organizations like Rotary that will address those needs and try to do something about it. You know, you talk about what needs to be done, and you know, you've highlighted a few of the the district's um, initiatives in terms of the make peace visible. Um, are there things like physical projects that were 
we're supporting and getting behind? Is there a district project of some kind or a district initiative? Thank you so much for bringing that up. Uh, uh, We have a peace project that's um, related to the environment. And uh, we're going to do one every year. Uh, But this one, um, electric batteries uh, need lithium and some other materials. But as you know, that the, the problem is that only uh, less than 5% of lithium batteries are recycled, and there's uh, a, the supply chain is damaged, um, and then the, the way of getting lithium is a little dangerous too. Um, so th- what we're doing is we're partnering with Redwood Materials in Nevada, and the people who, uh, and they what they do is they take lithium batteries, they grind, I mean, all that, ba- yeah, uh, lithium batteries, they grind it up and they extract all these minerals Mm-hmm. And uh, and then use them for electric batteries and for other okay. other things. And so the people who started uh, this business, this Redwood Materials, are the people who created the electric car that was sold and is now Tesla. Wow. And so they're the ones that started oh. that that the electric motor, you know, whatever. And fascinating. It is fascinating. And so what we're doing is we're offering it to all the clubs to do some kind of event um, and then you sign up and they'll send you the free boxes and uh, it really does it's it's a turnkey project so I'm very excited about that we had That's one cool. uh, president elect uh, during the training she was told about it and there was an event in her town electric cars with the chamber and so she jumped on it in August 5th and even though it was a small town mm-hmm. uh, they still got three big boxes of lithium batteries and so all that will be sent back and so yeah. if we had every club, I feel like even, I could send three boxes of the same batteries. Yeah. That's just all right. Okay. So you put the challenge down. I'm going to yeah. get a box for you, and then every week you can you know report on. Oh, we've got one box full. Are we close to small uh, to get? So anyway, that's going to be a great environmental project. Yeah, that sounds that sounds amazing. And you're right. The the lithium. The lithium problem is a real one yeah. in terms of the supply chain, the way it's sourced, the way the extraction. Some of the geopolitical issues that we're having in the world right now are making it difficult, more difficult for us. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a really great initiative. It's news to me. But you learn something new every single day. Every so. single day. <laughs> and so what has or lithium... From, or from your husband. <laughs> and so what has lithium batteries are those, like toothbrush, yep. your phones, uh, any of those <clears throat> tools in your garage that have a rechargeable battery. It's mm. most rechargeable. So, yep. Now, any yeah. modern battery that's rechargeable generally is yeah. lithium. Yeah, so... We're don't, gonna... do, don't bring in your Tesla batteries, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, they won't fit in the box. Yeah. <laughs> those, yeah. those won't fit in the box. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. is, is there anything else that, like, personally it excites you the most for this year? You know, it's you're at the helm. You get to do a lot of fun stuff. And you did all the work to get here. You did all the work yeah. to get here. Everybody's looking at you for <laughs> direction and for, you know, uh, Good kick in the butt, I guess, is the better <laughs> best leadership. Way to put it. Leadership. 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 Leadership is another yeah. way to put it, Chad. That's good. Um, yeah. So, what are you most excited for? Like, what's your beacon of light that you're going to be sending on everybody? 
That make peace visible. Um, that's I'm very very excited about the potential mm-hmm. for three years talking about it. And my year is going to be planting seeds of peace. Okay. And then the next two years, uh, I'm really excited to see what clubs will do about it. Mm-hmm. We already have clubs that do peace parks and a peace garden and peace poles. Um, they have peace essays. But what else can we do to really inspire? people to start promoting peace a little bit more. So that's what I am totally excited about. Plant peace for all to see. Oh, oh my gosh, Joseph. <laughs> Let me write that down. I like it. Plant peace. Plant. Trademark Plant copyrighted. You heard it right for here. all to see. Plant peace, right. So all can see. I like it. <laughs> what's what's the – one of my favorite sayings is uh, – Communities grow great when people plant seeds of the, of which the shade they will never sit oh, in. Oh, yeah, the tree. Yeah, yeah the tree. I love Plant that. the so, trees and they— So there you go. The... We're planting the peace that we may or may not see. <laughs> we hope our, we see, though. Well, our children and their children. That's right. Children's yeah. children. Yeah. We'll see. So so that's, what, that, that's my hope, that we can really get this galvanized. And... Well, what's great about that is— a lot of that is just modeling that for others. Mm-hmm. Um, people tend to adopt models, yeah. You know, yeah, and if you can model something that has a lot of impact and and the boxes, in the boxes, I mean, the bo- that's yeah. not that simple. Yeah. You know, we, we can fill boxes up. You know, <laughs> well, and that'll start with you. You yeah. can model it for us, and then we can model it for our club, and then the people that we see, and it spreads like uh, wildfire. In this last segment, we will talk about upcoming goals and visions for um, your role as district governor. As and, rem- beyond. And, and beyond. And beyond. Yeah, we, we think long term. Yep. As, <laughs> as a reminder, you are listening to Searching for Service. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. And I'm Joe Kirk. Rotary is a place for all community-minded people who want to serve their areas with the support of an international organization. Join Rotary to find service. Join Rotary to find inclusion. Join Rotary to find leadership. Join Rotary to find fun. Join Rotary to find friendship. Join Rotary to find a better version of the world. Find a Rotary Club near you at rotary.org and click on Club Finder. There is a club out there for everyone. Find your fit with Rotary. Rotary Rotary.org. For decades, eradicating polio worldwide has been Rotary's cornerstone cause. We are incredibly close to ridding the globe of this virus, but we need everyone's help to get us to the goal. World Polio Day is October 24th. Please consider making a new donation to Polio Plus or increasing your already generous giving. Go to endpolio.org to be a part of this historical eradication of polio. You will help get vaccinations to the most remote parts of our world and help fulfill a promise we made to end polio now. Two drops and it stops. Riverbend Nature Center is a free, nonprofit natural habitat in Faribault, Minnesota. With 743 acres, the Straight River, and 10 miles of trails. Despite no public funding, it offers educational programs to almost 10,000 youth and families annually. Riverbend seeks your feedback on its new strategic plan at rbnc.org backslash strategic dash planning by March 30th. Thank you for your time. Are you ready to make a difference in your community? Rotary is a great place to get involved in your community and meet passionate groups of people, as well as individuals dedicated to service and fellowship. At Rotary, we believe in the power of teamwork to bring positive change. 
As a member, you will have the opportunity to participate in exciting projects that address local and global challenges. From supporting educational initiatives to environmental conservation, we tackle it all. Joining a Rotary Club means becoming part of a diverse family of individuals who share a passion for giving back and having fun while making positive impact. With projects and events that enrich your community, there's something for everyone, from local initiatives to international collaborations. It doesn't matter what culture or country you come from. What matters is that you want to belong to a group that strengthens communities and creates lasting change. There's a place for everyone at Rotary, regardless of age or background. Learn more by searching for a Rotary Club in your community and visiting. Together, let's make a difference. Rotary People of Action. Hello and welcome back to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. And I'm Joe Kirk. As a reminder, you can find us on your favorite podcast platforms and... Like, share, five-star reviews. And search for us by looking up Searching for Service. That was a good, that was a good way to transition. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was the best looking up. we got to use that more. <laughs> Nailed it. You nailed it. I was just basking in my glory for a second there. <laughs> so, Patricia, our last segment, it's our favorite segment because it allows us to dream ahead. And I know for you, you've got a year. But think past that even, if you, if you will. Um, what is your hope, especially as you've been exposed on the district level now? Like, what are your hopes and dreams for Rotary, for yourself? Do you have aspirations past the district? <laughs> You're not going to the international. <laughs> no, 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 no international for me. Um, Careful what you wish for. <laughs> there are many people listening. <laughs> well, put me on the no list. <laughs> They're like, oh, does Patricia know what we have in store for yeah, well. The plans for thee. <laughs> so just share some of the, the vision, the dreams. And I, I always like to, you know, if there's something in your heart that you'd love to, to see – out, like, you know, whether that's through Rotary yourself or your communities. So yeah. it's a nice platform for you. Ooh. Well, I've got to uh, think for a second about this. Um, yeah, what do I see in the future for Rotary? Um, Paul Harris, there's a quote he says, and he says, the world is changing and Rotary has to change to keep up with it. And so the Rotary story has to be retold over and over again. And, um, and the Rotary story, when you look from its inception back in 1905 to now, how it has evolved over time is pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. From being a strictly male organization, strictly white organization, strictly business, no nonprofit organization, to now we have women and we have, a, well, we're in 200 countries um, mm -hmm. and uh, we are really um, trying to attract the younger groups of uh, individuals uh, and and the the dis diversity equity and inclusion piece is uh, also part of the evolution and it really is only talking about um, how do we open doors so that every that rotary is developed so everyone feels included um, and so I, when I look for the future I just see a lot of opportunities for growth um, and a lot of opportunities to 
take hold of that potential mm-hmm. and do something with it. Um, so th- I'm really excited. Uh, just like this, making peace visible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what are we going to be making visible in the future? And the way we're going now, I think it's going to be a glorious uh, future of inclusion and welcoming and belonging and doing even more than we do now. And we're pretty impressive with what we do now. Yeah. Um, so that's what that's my vision for the future and being more intentional about what we do. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about, the, uh, about what, what can happen and the potential. And I truly have faith in the members of Rotary because when we're – when you – another quote from Paul Harris, the founder of Rotary, um, and I can't remember the whole quote, but one part that stuck out is uh, Rotary lives um, the golden rule. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And that could be golden rule in action. Maybe we should use that as something. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, and so— Stay gold, pony boy. Yeah. Stay gold. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I don't know about that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but since we do live the golden rule, um, we associate with people that we may not have associated with, except that we come together not because of our differences, but because of our common value. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one thing I love about Rotary is the um, when you go and you're with some Rotarians, you really don't meet strangers. You meet future friends Mm -hmm. because you have a platform for conversation. And um, again, how can, how can you how can we replicate that in the world? Um, I mean, we really are role models for how I think communities should should operate in that we come together because of our values mm-hmm. and what we want to do good in the world. So, um, well, we re- we replace fear with faith, if that makes any <clears throat> sense. Like, and and you can loosely use faith however you choose to, but I, I think. Um, Faith in each other, humanity, yeah. community, yeah. serving, those types of things. I think those are pretty universal yeah. <laughs> universal tactics. And Rotary deploys that better than any organization on the planet if I'll be, you know, so. And when you say. consider it's 200 countries or around 200 countries with 200 different cultures um, of the ways they do things, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, uh, but yet we come together. And um, we are achieving some wonderful, um, impactful service. Yeah. And I'm uh, always blown away, too, by, you know, wherever there's conflict or wherever there's things, we're there. We're in Ukraine. We're we're in uh, Iran. We're in wherever. South Sudan. Yeah, South Sudan. We're there. Pakistan. And and we don't beat our chests. We don't. We just do the work. Yeah. We do yeah. the work, and we we do the good, and we hope it's contagious enough to you know inspire people to continue to take action. I love that contagious enough to inspire action. Yeah, I've got to write he's that one down. I mean, he's just a really font, great. isn't he? He's just yeah. a font, of little sayings. Yeah. <laughs> you can imagine how our household uh, is. Yeah, a font. Just, <laughs> yes, a font. I've been told I've been full of lots of things. In my life. <laughs> um, yeah. so, what but, advice would you give to, um, you know, Rotarians that want to, you know, get to a district level or, you know, and grow 
past just their own club. Um, you know, obviously you did that, and as you, once you chose. But what would you say, and wh- where do you start? Well, do I have some opportunities for them? (laughs) (laughs) I we really have some opportunities for them. Um, And I I think from the district perspective, we really do need to advertise more about our one ads um, because we're looking for those spark plugs that are willing to to do a little bit of of the work. But if people have that idea that they want to move forward, um, then... Uh, they will be uh, welcomed with open arms, let me tell you. I'm Patricia McLeese. Call me. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you know, that's interesting. That actually brings me to a question that I just don't know the answer. So aside from the president, who typically is kind of the liaison with the district within a club? It, um, every, well, there's... The past president? No. N- no, the, the past president... Um, no. The, no, we have different teams. Uh, the each club has a team, so you might have a membership, or a PI, or a foundation, or whatever. And so then that matches up with the district. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. And so that's how you get the information from the RI, um, funneled some information to those people. The only reason why I ask that is because you know. We, we were talking a little bit off air on, like, how do we continue to reach more of our clubs with the show? Because we feel like it's a, a powerful tool to help support that future and all of the mm-hmm. endeavors that you have going on. And, you know, I was just like, gosh, who, who are we talking to in clubs? Yeah. Like, who, who should we be? I would think the public image uh, yeah. people would be. Yeah, and not mm-hmm. every every club has a PI person. So, because, okay. um, again, it really depends on who wants to step forward in their club. Yeah. And then do they have a real definition of what the job is? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, some PI people are, are really looking for something to promote. So That's, that's really the, interesting. But PI is the way. Because we were thinking okay. president, and I'm like, oh, my God. Gosh, they don't get another thing. Yeah, yeah. Really, I think the best thing to do is to send it to all the club execs that they are, um, because you never can tell who would see it and go, "Oh, wow, this is a great idea." Yeah. What do you mean they're all watching it now? Absolutely. We were talking about the. District conference is coming up. It's, Thank let's you. Let's make sure we talk about that coming up in October. Okay, October 14th. It's going to be at Northfield. The focus is on Make Peace Visible. But the title <laughs> is Creating Hope Through Peace. Okay. Um, so we're very excited about it. We have um, wonderful speakers. Patricia Schaefer is the CEO of the Youth Peace in Action. And Damon Jenkins is the president of... Weird. I cannot think of the bank. It's uh, I think it's the first African owned African American owned bank in the Twin Cities. Yeah, we're really well, excited. The state. Yeah, and we're really excited to hear from him because it's real. It's really a rotary story of partnerships mm-hmm. and working together <clears throat> to meet community needs. Mm-hmm. So we're really excited about that. So that's going to be October fourteenth, and we're going to close the day with a barn music. Uh, dinner, dance, extravaganza. Oh, yeah. Well, you two should come. Bring the font with you. <laughs> Where is it? Oh, I thought you were talking. I thought you were talking to Chad and Kelly. Like you two should come yeah. and you know, leave him at home. <laughs> I will put. I will put a link in the in the description too. So if you're listening, you can click on the link uh, to okay. get information and sign up. Thank you very much for doing that. Where is it? 
It's going to be at Northfield. At Northfield. At St. Olaf. St. Olaf. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. Last it's... 15 seconds before <gasps> oh, we kind of let you go. Too much pressure. Last 15 seconds. A lot of the people that are listening to this show are not Rotarians and looking to get into service. What is your suggestion on how they get started in service? If you really want to do service, if you have that heart for service, um, then any Rotary Club would welcome you with open arms. So all you have to do is just reach out. Just reach out and contact me, Patricia McLeese. Love it. There you go. Patricia, it was an honor to have you on. We're so happy that we got to know you a little bit better and your role as district governor for this year. So thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Searching for Service. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. And I'm Joe Kirk. It's time to stop searching. And start serving.